welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. Hey, I was wondering. If you have a Hey, I was wondering question, you can text it to us anytime at 60123, 60123. And we use your Hey, I was wondering, and good things will happen to you, just like this person right here who's actually asking to buy good things to happen for them. Oh. Hey, Eric, I was wondering, is it possible to buy one of those new metal mugs that you're giving away for the 530 Club Hey, I was wondering question? So they're wondering about the Hey, I was wondering about the gift that you get, the Eric in the Morning metal uh, by a campfire mug that we're giving away now. Yeah, it looks Mm -hmm. like a little tin campfire mug. We used to do the travel mugs, but for some reason we've now moved into campfire mugs. I think they're anticipating a big summer of camping (laughs) here at the mix. And, uh, and it's been a huge hit. So uh, I don't know, uh, 630, I don't, I don't think you can buy them, although it's not a bad idea. Maybe we start in one of those online stores. Oh, my we gosh, start. yes. Just, it just opened up just now. Did it? Perfect. Yeah, for the right just price, Swanee will sell it to you. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, for the right price. Throw Swanee a fiver in the mail, you'll get one of these babies. He's got a trunk full of mugs. Yeah. But just, yeah, he does. Uh, but just for asking, he goes down to the train station and sells them. Yeah, yeah. Just right out of his trunk. Uh, just for asking, you're going to get one of those uh, Eric in the Morning campfire mugs. Do we know the motivation? Why did we go with the campfire mug? Yeah, I think it's because it's a work from home mug is what the marketing ah. department is calling it. Ah, I see. The thing is, though, it's metal, so you can't reheat your coffee, so you got to drink ah. it quick. Ah, yeah, so it's not a microwavable kind no, of thing. No, no, no. Do not pop that in my Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, well, you know what, 630, we will get you one of those Eric in the Morning campfire mugs for all your camping needs this summer. And uh, and maybe we'll find out from Big Karwowski if he can make them available out of Swanee's trunk a little bit later on today. That would be cool. Yeah. Something. We have more swag coming, too. I saw Do them we? working on it. Do we really? Uh-huh. Like what? Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. We've already said that much. Well, just that I'm excited. I think they t-shirts. might. For some reason, they hate T-shirts. Yeah, yeah everybody strange. hates T-shirts. Oh, I didn't know that. I think they long like sleeve T-shirts are cool. Well, Here's the thing are cool. When it's Regular tees though. are yeah. boring. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. Anytime, in, and you're new to the game, Violetta, because uh, you're 17. <laughs> but anytime you go out, anytime, and you're with the uh, folks that listen to the radio station, that's the first thing they ask for. Oh, always. Yeah. And if you give them a choice, if you lay out 15 different items, you can lay out a, a gold brick and, uh, <laughs> and a brand new uh, uh, Louis Vuitton and a T-shirt, everybody takes the T-shirt. Always. I think they, yeah. Have you always. ever worked in promotions for radio stations? That's the one thing people want. But have you ever been in your closet and the first thing you throw out is like that promotional t-shirt? Well, sure. I was going to say, though, have you ever been in promotions? Because I, I, I just remember being in promotions and you would get like physically attacked for, for t-shirts. t-shirts. No, Literally. Go to a Chicago Literally. Bulls game when no you joke. used to be able to and they would drop the yeah. worst t-shirts right. and people would punch each other for them. <laughs> yeah, or they, they shoot them into the crowd with the t-shirt gun and people, again, they're fighting over them. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been, but it also seems like the winters in Stockholm, while they're snowy and et cetera, don't seem that bad. I don't know. I mean, you don't ever hear, boy, did you hear about that winter over in Stockholm? Woo! Man, mm. oh, man. Like you hear here. Maybe they just have that little, uh, they have that thing over there. It's called like Huga or something like that, where they're just like, everything's cool, man. We're all chill. We don't care. So maybe they just don't complain. It's called Huga? Something like that. I'm not sure of the pronunciation, but yeah. I don't know what that is. Um, It's something where their whole attitude is just kind of like, whatever, man, we're cool. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for that. I'm looking for some Hugo. Right. Uh, Hi there, Bill. If you were to run away right now, you'd run away too. Please. 
Belize. Oh, okay. No okay. hesitation there. All right. He's got his he's got his plan. I love that. If you were to run away, Rich, you'd run away right now. New Zealand. New Zealand. Beautiful. Beautiful. Like in that. Uh, screw the weather. You don't care, Lori. You'd run away too. Dublin. Dublin. Oh, yeah. I have a Dublin. Guinness. Yes. Mm. You know the interesting thing about Dublin? What? In my mind, I've built up it's, you know, a fairly decent sized city. Yeah. Dublin is a very small city. Really? Yeah. When you get there, you're like, it's like Schaumburg. I, yeah. I, I saw, yeah. I saw it on Aerial America, or not America, that wouldn't make sense. Like Aerial, you know where they show you the towns? Other places. And it looked very small. America? <laughs> uh, like Google Earth? No, it's like a show. <laughs> oh. uh, hi, you'd make the run where, Sam, if you were to run away? <laughs> Cancun. Cancun. Uh, right down to Mexico. Senior Frogs. In at number three, Violetta knows all her spots by the bars. Right. They uh, know the Senior Frogs in displays, too. Yeah, they do. Uh, <laughs> in at number three, Diane, you're making your run. The Jamaica. Jamaica. Nicely done. At number two, Bridget escapes to? Tuscany. Tuscany. That'd be nice. And finally, in at number one, not only does he know where he's going, he knows how he's going to be employed. Where are you making the run to, Joe? I'm going to Utila. I'm going to be a taxi boat driver. Aha! All right, now. Now, as a bunch of who farted faces around the studio right now, and the who farted face <laughs> is the confused face, where the hell is Utila? Southwest corner of Honduras. It's a little island. Where exactly is Honduras? I'm going to look me up some <laughs> Utila. And, uh, and, and how did you settle on that? How, do you, how are you familiar with Utila? Uh, just a TV and uh, where me and my wife want to retire to. There you go. And wow. you're going to be a taxi boat driver. Uh, yep. That sounds not bad. Not bad uh, at all. You know, I, I'm like you, Joe. I would like to work on a boat. There was a time where I went to an island and I went out on a boat and they had like a first mate who just like, you know, helped the guy fish. I'm thinking about doing that. Okay. Excellent. That's my second choice. Joe, what are you? keys. How about you and me go get a <laughs> boat somewhere in Utila and we'll, we'll taxi and fish people. We'll take you them out fishing it. and we'll, you know, give them rides. Yeah. You got my number. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, Joe. Uh, speaking of uh, Bruno and Mary, you, I've uh, received several emails, people requesting uh, some kind of update on the, <laughs> the current marital status. Of my parents? <laughs> of, uh, yeah, Bronco and Vera. Who knew it, that would be a question? I know, yeah. And you know who keeps emailing me the most is Captain Hollywood. He's, like, captivated by this story. Really? <laughs> oh, my God. He's brought up, like, three times. He hasn't like, asked me once. He's like, I, I, I can't believe what I'm hearing. What? How did that work out? I'm like, I don't know. I haven't heard the outcome. He's like, well, you've got to do some follow up on it. Said, okay, I will. Uh huh. Um, if well, you missed it, uh, so Violetta was trying to, and probably shouldn't have been talking about this. Is that what you've determined now? No, no. I mean, I think it's fine. I don't think anyone did anything intentionally wrong here. There's oh, nobody's nothing, claiming that, right? No. So my parents, uh, I was helping them with some insurance stuff, and I had to submit their marriage certificate for it. I, I, I asked them about it. They're like, yeah, yeah, we were married. I'm like, okay, do you have any paperwork? You have anything you can give me? <laughs> like, yeah, well, here's a picture. Yeah, does that count? <laughs> they don't even have a picture. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And so I just thought they were maybe like too poor back in the day to have a picture taken when they were living in Serbia. Yeah. Okay. So then um, I just started talking to the Secretary of State. They're like, "Oh yeah, we found it." I'm like, "Great." So they were gonna release it, and they're like, "You just have to confirm your mom's name." I'm like, "Okay." So I told them my mom's name, and they're like, mm. "A lot of likes going on here." Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. "They're like, she's right. like, we're like." Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So then uh, there was a long pause, and they told me, could it be under a different name? I So I tried Ooh. my mom's maiden name. I tried her longer Serbian name, and nothing. And then they revealed to me that 
then and, and they weren't allowed to, but they did that. Um, there was another name on this marriage uh-oh. certificate. Uh oh. Yeah. So um, maybe your mom changed her name and didn't tell you. That's what I was curious about too. But now I'm just kind of maybe your mom, you know, was uh, her name is Vera, but maybe her name is more, you know, Blanche or Rose, like Golden Girls yesterday. Uh-huh. <laughs> maybe she's doing that thing, like we said, ran away from some other situation and uh, made a whole new life for herself. Right? Probably, but I don't think you'd run away with Bronco. You know. Wow. Um, <laughs> That's quite your, the do your parents know you're on the radio? Wow. Yeah, they don't listen though, which wow. is great. That's good. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Thanks um, for that. We're only trying to feed families around here. <laughs> That's okay. No big deal. It's too early for them. I'll, I'll set them up with the podcast. Okay. Perfect. Um, so the thing is, I, I'm just the only one burdened with this. I haven't really talked to anybody. My sister did hear this over the podcast, so mm-hmm. she called me with a questioning. You know what the heck's going on. Mm-hmm. And I haven't done anything. My dad left town yesterday. <laughs> Surprising. <laughs> Unannounced in the, the plot, middle of the night. The plot thickens. <laughs> Under so, cover of darkness. Exactly. I haven't, I haven't been able to talk to him. <laughs> we, um, uh, we did a little research, and there's a, a one-way ticket to Prague. Yeah. Right. His phone is going directly to voicemail. He left right. town unexpectedly, but right. everything's normal. Right. right. Yeah, He's now working as a, uh, as a water taxi in Utila, <laughs> just off the coast of Honduras. I don't know. I'm sure it's fine. It's probably just a big oh. misunderstanding. I'm certain it is. Or my dad's got a whole secret life. I don't know. Who knows? (laughs) We are. This is like a Dateline episode. It sounds like this could actually be a Violetta podcast, uncovering the secrets of my family. You should stop talking now and say, "Hear it on the podcast." (laughs) Right. You have to sell advertising. Foot First will sponsor it. We can do like the DNA testing. It'll be great. Oh my God. I tune in for that. (laughs) See, there you go, Captain Hollywood. There's a podcast. (laughs) All those guys back there in programming are like, just uh, turn the mic, say stuff. People don't want to hear that. Oh, that's what they like. Yeah, that's what we do. They want me to do a fashion podcast. They're all about quantity. I keep pushing quality and I'm getting nowhere. I'm like, just, they're like, just put out a lot of stuff. I'm like, it's just a lot of crap. Yeah. Maybe they know. <laughs> Put out something with, you know, that has a little. Maybe they know meat. quality is a little too high a bar. That's probably true. Look yeah. what they're dealing with. Yeah, exactly. That's probably true. Yep. Trending on Twitter in at number three. Netflix is launching a global test today on Android devices that will allow subscribers to set a timer viewing period. So this is a new feature that lets people choose between four different timer settings, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 45, or to the end of whatever you're watching. Um, After the selected time is over, obviously the show is going to turn off. The Netflix app will shut off. This should, in theory, help conserve your battery life on Android devices while also helping you... um, Not not be a crazy person. No, no, not get, like, ahead of yourself. If you fall asleep, you know, watching Bridgerton and then three more episodes play, you, like, don't remember which one you left off on. Because you're a crazy person who can't ever turn Netflix off. But I think that this is weird that they're encouraging it because I feel like it's going to stop people from binge watching. Because everyone realizes it's a problem. Right. They just try. I think when they do these things, like, they're like, well, we look bad unless we try to look like we care that you're watching us uh, too much. But they really don't care. The tobacco companies (laughs) that. uh, that, We want you to smoke responsibly. Right. That tell you, (laughs) we're going to help you quit smoking. Wink, wink. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. By the the, way, speaking of Netflix. They're not going to let Hulu lay around and get all the uh, interesting info. I saw that Netflix is uh, now putting together a, their own Britney Spears documentary. Ooh, oh. people will watch it. Maybe from a whole nother angle. I don't know. So get ready for that. That's but, it, but it turns off after 15 minutes. <laughs> you don't know how it ends. 
<laughs> Trending on Twitter, number two. A new Billie Eilish doc- documentary preview is out. The 19-year-old singer gets candid about her feelings of the film and her rise to fame. She says she didn't want to watch it with her family, but she watched it by herself the first time. She was very nervous, but very proud of the film that she's putting out. That's going to be available on February 26th on Apple TV. It will also be about 15 minutes long because she's only 19. That's true. So she's like, uh, and then I turned uh, 17. Yeah. And uh, that was a good year. And then, <laughs> uh, then 18, the big 18th birthday party. And Phineas and I got sushi. Sushi. And uh, thanks for watching. That's how it'll be. I'm excited to see how candid she gets right. or if it's superficial like you said. How candid can you be? Yeah, I'm going with like total PR. Nothing, yeah. uh, nothing that would harm her will be said in that thing. And trending on Twitter, number one. Yesterday was National Pancake Day, and IHOP canceled its annual free pancake day because of COVID. Dun, dun, dun. No. Instead, they changed their one-day event to a full month-long promotion where you get an IOU coupon if you sign up with their, like, app or website or something. Um, So you can go do that all month long if you want. So National Pancake Day has recovered all month. I'm glad he said that because, you know, I teased Tidbit Wednesday a second ago. Yeah. Here's another tidbit that you'll get on today's Tidbit Wednesday. This is why you want to be around after nine. Headline. Man says aliens made him pancakes. Ah. <laughs> guy from Eagle River, Wisconsin. Oh, been there? Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. <laughs> Let's uh, talk to one of these moms. Uh, hi there, Jen. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Uh, you're a mother? Yes, I am. How many? I have two daughters. They're ages six and seven. Oh, boy. Cute. Uh, The question before you that we're asking moms right now off the air, the secret off-air poll, is would you consider yourself to be an easy mom or a hard mom? A hard mom. You're a hard mom. Okay. Why why have you evaluated yourself that way? I I told Swanee I yell a lot. (laughs) I just feel like I yell all the time. (laughs) Just to get things done. And would your daughters agree? Man, mom yells a lot. Probably. They, yeah. would, they would tell me to stop yelling. But if they would just do what I asked the first six times that right. I asked them to do it, I right. feel like the yelling would stop. Do you feel like uh, you come from a long line of hard moms? Or do you feel like uh, like your mom or your grandmother or whatever were easy moms and you've broken the cycle? Oh, no. It's totally genetic. Totally Absolutely. genetic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, from one hard mom to another, do you feel like your two daughters someday are are just destined to be hard moms as well? I hope so. I'm, I'm hoping that maybe it develops some leadership skills oh, or good. something like that. Good. But, That's yeah. Good. Yelling's good for you. You know what? I'm just going to ask you this now. Uh, Jen, we spoke to a nine other women just like you that are mothers and asked them that question off the air. Are you an easy mom or a hard mom? What do you think the results were? I feel like, given the, the, the pandemic time, probably more moms are hard moms right now. You're absolutely right. Nine out of ten said hard mom. I was shocked by that. I, I would have thought maybe you were seeing more easy moms. You keep seeing stories about how parenting has become much more lax. That doesn't seem to be the case, huh? Uh, no, I think everyone is just pretty fried and just I feel better knowing that maybe I'm not the only one that's yelling all the time. Boy, I'm yelling really, and I don't even have kids. You have given mm-hmm. me keen insight. Hang on, Jen. If anybody listening who with the easiest mom, what it means to... Say you've become the easy mom, a new study over the past year of the evolution of motherhood and maybe fatherhood, too. Mm-hmm.
Uh, Violetta said her mom was the easiest mom. Scale of 1 to 10, 10 being uh, you know, a dictator mom, 1 being uh, barely present. Where was your mom? Yeah. My mom? Yeah. She was well she was present, but she was super easy. She was like a 9. Like when well, we would no, go No, 10's a dictator. Oh, no, she's not a dictator. She's a she's a 2 then. She's a 2. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. 1 being the easiest, 10 being the hardest. Whip, your mom. Uh, like a 3. Wow, you guys had easy mom. Yeah. yeah. My mom, when we'd go on field trips, she'd chaperone, and she'd give all of us, like, $5 to go to the gift shop. Right. And then buy us all, like, McDonald's. Unnecessary stuff. And they're like, you need to stop chaperoning. Yeah, yeah. My mom started at, like, a nine. Okay. And then <laughs> evolved down to about a three. You really? wore it down. Yeah, like, when I was seven, it was, you know, it was a tight ship. Mm. But by the time I went to college, there were... Nothing. Like I, mean, I with called more kids, right? I called my mom when I uh, moved into the fraternity house and into my room one summer, mm-hmm. and it was uninhabitable. Oh. I mean, it was like the, the health department should have closed it down. <laughs> uh-huh. And I said to her, I'm like, I, I can't go in there. And if you know, you know it's bad if a college kid's like, I can't go in there. Right. right. That's disturbing. My mom drove three hours to clean it for me. Wow. Oh, my God. She missed you. I think something living in there. Mm-hmm. I think that, I was like, I'm, that might be a muskrat. I don't she know what that was, but I saw something moving in there, too. <laughs> Crazy. That's correct. Easiest mom. Hi, Julie. Hello. Hi. Your mom was so easy? <laughs> she was so easy. Um, when I was about nine years old, I was told by my dad, pick up your toys. And I was ticked off, so I threw them, Barbie's, Barbie house, threw them into the toy box, hit the window, busted that, was sent upstairs. Um, no food, no toys, but mom brought up everything. She snuck everything up yeah. to my bedroom. Nice. Uh, and she did book reports for me. Oh, yeah. I felt bad. She's like, "Oh, poor, you know, poor yeah. Julie. She's so Julie busy. Julie doesn't need to read. <laughs> right? Fine. What's reading going to get her in life? I'll do the book report for her. Uh, and do you think that's translated to you? Are you the same type of person? Not as easy, but pretty easy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Easy moms. Three one two two three three one zero one nine. Hi, Christina. Hi, guys. Hi, easy mom. Uh, absolutely. Um, if I never wanted to go to school, I didn't have to. So she would just write a note for me that said I didn't feel well and that I would go the next day. Uh-huh. Um, by the time I got to high school, I was late so many times that I had in-school suspension 113 times, not even what? exaggerating. Your mom's like, I'll serve the time for you. <laughs> just don't go. Don't go today. <laughs> right. You have in-school? Well, then there's no reason to go. You're not going to learn anyway. <laughs> I'm sitting above the pool. Right. So you <laughs> Why don't you stay home with me and we'll open a nice bottle of rosé? Uh, 113. 113. You counted and up that high. Turn yeah. me into a dictator mom. You know, they don't get go. away with anything. Oh, that's <laughs> lovely. Ah, easy moms. The cake smash. Good idea or bad idea? This guy in Tennessee. So his wife wiped a little bit, you know, a little bit on the nose, a little cute little thing. He's like, oh, yeah, watch this. <laughs> Guys, watch this. Picks up the whole cake, hits her right in the head with it. Oh, God. All right, he might have gone a little farther. Yeah. Uh, hi, Sherry. Cake smash at a wedding. Good idea or bad idea? Idiotic. Idiotic idea. <laughs> Idiotic. <laughs> Idiotic. Okay. All right. Uh, are you talking from personal experience? Well, first of all, I've been married for a long time, and the day of my wedding, I looked at my husband during the cake cutting, and I said, if you do anything like that, that's it. And it's been because nothing but bliss since then. <laughs> <laughs> you open with a threat to set the tone for the next 50 years. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now open with the threat. If I, I'm just going to let you know. We've been married a half an hour. You so much as think about that. 
The next 50 years of your life, pure hell. Yeah. <laughs> just get ready for it. I'm just telling you. I'm warning yeah, you. Okay. We've only gotten bad ideas. Not one person thinks it's a good idea. Not one single call. Strange. I just feel like in the moment, you are not going to know how you're going to react. Like, there's a lot of emotions going on, and if someone smashes a cake in your face, like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hopefully sudden- you're not surprised by it. Like, you know it's coming. Now, if you're randomly just smashed with a cake in the face, <laughs> that might be upsetting. Yeah, you know, like during the dance or something. <laughs> exactly. He pulls one out of his pocket and then hits you with one. <laughs> now, that, now would that be is upsetting. Unusual. <laughs> Makes morning mind bender. Dry January. Not so much. The uh, vast majority of Americans didn't make it the whole month not drinking. In fact, the average amount of time the Ameri- uh, the average American lasted was how many days? into January before they looked at themselves in the mirror, likely in the dark, and said, all right, I got to have just one. Yeah, come on. 312-233-1019. How many days? Looking for the correct answer still, Swanee. How many days, Angela? Is it three days? Three days. No. (laughs) No, not very optimistic there was Angela. (laughs) Not very optimistic. By Wednesday, you're done. Yeah. Uh, Not three days. Chrissy, how many days did the average American last? Ten. Ten days is exactly right. Ooh, oh, okay. That's not that much better. Ten days. January 10th. Yeah. You passed a weekend at least. Okay. See, look at you guys trying to spin it optimistically. Right, right. Yeah, Chrissy, well done. Did you do dry January, Chrissy? We didn't even try this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about stuff. it. The average American only lasted ten days into their attempt before giving up, according to the study. Results show that seven in ten have tried, have given the challenge a shot. That's big numbers. Mm-hmm. It usually doesn't work out. Over half of uh, people polled participated in dry January said it was unsuccessful. Why couldn't they make it 31 days? Uh, 45% of people admitted to forgetting they were taking part in the first place. <laughs> oh, uh, just, it's January 20th, I forgot. I already yeah. opened the bottle. Might as well finish it. Other common responses include attending happy hours with friends oh. or going out on a date. You know, I'm not. If I'm not mistaken, uh, our good friend back there in the mixed marketing department, Big Karwowski. Hi, Big Karwowski. Hey, good morning. Didn't you go dry January this year? Uh, yes, my wife and I did. And it, here's the, the operative thing: said COVID helped that along because we weren't going on on dates, we weren't going to happy hour, we weren't going to restaurants. So if there was a January to do it, mm-hmm. it was this one. See, many people say that COVID actually hurt their chances of doing it because yeah. there was nothing else to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you made it all 31 days. Yes, yes. Okay. Are Please you still report. doing it? Which reminds me no. that that's why you weren't a part of uh, what we did in January, Friday's featured cocktail. You refused to participate. Well, I, I removed myself from the equation because right. it wouldn't have been a good place because I would have been right there. Now like, you, you need I'll have to, another. You need to know Violetta, who, of course, uh, was uh, the host of Friday's Featured mm-hmm. Cocktail. Did a great job. Uh, has Thanks. been putting on significant pressure. She wants to keep bringing Friday cocktails back. <laughs> yeah. It did put a spring in the step of some individuals here. Yeah. Right. So, uh, and we had said that you know maybe uh, down the road we might be able to do that, but our sales department's going to have to find a sponsor because we're going broke trying to buy booze. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any any movement on that with all those new salespeople down there with that fresh new salesperson yeah, smell? Yeah, uh, there was definitely interest. Okay. There was definitely some chatter, but you know so we were Benny's only want to get for... in on this. How about a uh, Benny's? Well, I, I think there were more products that uh, were interested. Uh, Jack uh, Daniels was around here for a while. What happened to those guys? Right, yeah. No, How about they, Tito's? Yeah. 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 There were a, a number of people, but it was only going to go for four weeks. So we, it was like a, a beta test. Hmm. So if we uh, decide to have a plan, we'll go out there and shop it around. 
It feels like it might be a good idea to bring Friday's featured cocktail back sometime around St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah. Mm. Whee! The gin whistle. Doesn't that sound like it would be a yeah. good time to you know relaunch yeah. another month of it? Totally. And then we you know then we power it down for a while, then we bring it back for Friday's featured summer cocktail. Yeah, maybe we do yeah. it quarterly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or seasonally. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of I like that. Can you uh, can you run that up the flagpole with all the, uh, the you know how you get the new car smell? We got the new salesperson smell back there. Can you yep. get that going? Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, all right. Good thank deal. you, thank you. They should See be way around. behind it. The sales oh, team. They love all, drinking you would think. for sure. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, how are you guys? Excellent. Your caller sixteen, which is fairly random, Woo-hoo! but worked for you. Yes. Well, well done. Well done. Uh, how uh, do you feel about what are your thoughts on uh, going down and staying at Fountain Blue in South Beach? Sunny and 80 today. Um, over the moon. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Oh, yeah. That'd can't be get something pretty special, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how have you been surviving the winter the past few days in particular? Um, it sucks. It does suck. It does <laughs> suck. Well said. Mm-hmm. Well said. The sheep all died, just like an AJR song. <laughs> uh, do you know how to play pit bull or whip bull? Um, I'm hoping, and I'm hoping Whip is as kind as Violetta was with the Golden Girls. Oh, you were listening yesterday. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Uh, yeah. Here's how to work. I have five random facts. These random facts either pertain to Pitbull, the singer, or Whipbull, the news guy. Okay? Okay. Uh, if you get it correct, uh, all five. I'm sorry, all five? Four. Ah, oh, jeez. Violetta's Four so out of nice. five. 80%. That's a B. 80, if you get a B, yeah. 80%, you qualify with the Amazon Echo Dot. We draw the grand prize winner. Someone's going to Fountain Blue on Friday, okay? Sweet. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, so say either Pitbull or Whipbull. Here we go. Random fact number one. Hmm. His real name is Armando. <laughs> His real name oh. is Armando. Huh. Is that Pitbull or Whipbull? I think I'm going to go with Pitbull. Pitbull is exactly oh, right. Good. I wasn't yeah. sure if I knew you at all, Whip. Well, Oddly enough, that's Whip's nickname. We call him around here, Armando. Right, because my real name is Whip. Right, exactly right. You are one for one. Nicely done. You ready? Yes. Second item. Is it Pitbull or Whipbull? Will only drive blue cars. Oh. Will only drive blue cars. Is that Pitbull or Whipbull? Whip, you can feel free to help her if you'd like if she needs it. Go ahead, Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer, you got an inkling on that? Um, I'm kind of wondering what color car do you drive right now? <laughs> well, <laughs> coincidentally enough, uh, it, it might be blue. Oh. I am not sure about this answer. Pitbull or Whipbull? Um, we'll only drive blue cars. Who are you going with? You know what? My last car also might have been blue. <laughs> oh. All right. So I'm going to totally go with Whipbull. Whipbull is exactly right. Okay, cool. Whipbull. All right, you are two for two. This is hard. Jeez, I don't know how you got... This is hard. It is. <laughs> just told her, this is hard. He just said I just drove blue, two blue cars. Well, without those two clues, she would have been in the dark. <laughs> he just said, what's the answer? The answer is six. <laughs> this is hard. I don't know. I'm going to go with six. This is hard. Well, sometimes you don't know if people are tricking you. Uh, when I do that... No, All right, you're ready. You're two for two. Won. You're two for two, <laughs> Jennifer. Here we go. Item number three, fact number three, is it Pitbull or Whipbull? <laughs> Lindsay Lowen once tried to sue him. Whoa. <laughs> Lindsay oh. Lowen once tried to sue him. Is that Pitbull or Whipbull? <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Pitbull on that one. You are three for three. Whew. 
Yeah. Yeah. Lindsay loves me. She would never do that. That's very well done. All right. Here we go. Just need one of these next two right in order to, in order to qualify. I'm nervous. All right. Has always wanted to be a basketball player or the next J-Lo. Has always wanted to be a basketball player or the next J-Lo. Who is that? Is that Pitbull or Whitbull? Oh, my goodness. Seriously? Yeah, I know. These are so um, hard. <laughs> I'm going to go with Pitbull. That is exactly uh, right. Nice. <laughs> Phew. Yeah, I felt the heat on that one, too. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> really? You, all your time here, you've heard Whip talk nonstop about wanting to be the next I, J-Lo? I almost think you would want to be the next J-Lo. Like, you would be like, that's a cool gig. Yeah, it really? might be a cool gig. Yeah. But really? Specifically J-Lo, I'm not sure. Really? I yeah. The guy just, he just referenced a song from 1942. Yeah, but if you could Are be you J-Lo. Are you even thinking at all? Hey. I all right, let's see if you can go five for five. You ready? <laughs> All right. Here you go, Jennifer. <laughs> During the Last Dance documentary, he sold Tony Kukoc's game-worn shoes for $1,000. Is that Pitbull or Whitbull? Totally Whitbull. That is correct. You are five for five. That's a fact. Woo! Well done. You have qualified to head to South Beach. Congratulations. On Tidbit Wednesday Stories. We haven't had a chance to get to until this moment. And then we'll get to trending on Twitter. Perfect. And all sorts of things happening around here. James Corden, he's lost 16 pounds on Weight Watchers so oh, far. Oh, he better. I always wonder what happens somehow if they do that and then it, it publicly and it doesn't work. They just quietly go away. Right. <laughs> they just give him like uh, digitally enhanced photos. Well, well, like look at Oprah. Oprah has been, does she own Weight Watchers now? Uh, she owns a chunk of it, I think. Remember, no pun intended. And, and <laughs> yeah, remember, she it. went on it and lost weight and then gained the weight back. Yeah. And then lost the weight and then gained the weight and back. And she loves so. bread. She does. That's what she said. James Corden, 16 pounds. Hmm. He's uh, cut back on the Arby's. Customer oh. attacks Arby worker over lack of sauces. Mm. Well, the Arby sauces are delicious. They really When's are. When's the last time you had Arby's? I go to Arby's periodically after the show. Oh, nice. The one on, on Wabash. Nice. It's Which so one do you, good. What do you get? I get, sometimes I get the cheddar one with the onion bun. But Beef I li- and cheddar? Yeah, yeah, but I don't like the sauce actually on there. I like to dip my Arby's sauce on the side. You like Arby's whip? I love Arby's. I haven't had it for a while. There's not a local one by me. You like grilling? Uh, yeah. Weber is expanding its gas grills to include Bluetooth and Wi-Fi connectivity for tracking temperatures. That's nice. Oh. So you can be in the house, just check your phone and see, you know, uh, what temperature your meat's cooking. Oh, so you don't I, have to stand over it? No. Uh, yeah, I wonder if you can turn it on from your phone, too. Potentially, the technology allows grill masters to control things like temperature and monitor doneness. That's a word, doneness. Doneness. <laughs> they actually wrote that, too. Uh. Doneness. The grills also come with an app that has step-by-step grilling procedures and recipes. Mm. You know, the weather's been pretty awful all over the United States. You keep hearing about Texas. But what about France? They have to use blow torches on the Eiffel Tower due to the weather. Which you better be careful because they were using blow torches on Notre Dame, and that's what burned it down. Although the Eiffel Tower is metal, so it's not going to come down. Hopefully not, yeah. When negative temperatures come around... The floors get partially covered with ice. To get rid of it, they have to use blow torches because ice control salt is too corrosive to the metal of the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, kind of like Metra here. That's what I was going to say. And I, yeah, we I think blow that's torch right. the tracks. We do. They set them on fire literally. They do? Yeah. The Cincinnati Zoo is training their giraffes to happily accept pedicures, and reportedly, it's truly remarkable to watch. Wow, that's the adorable. giraffes will come over and get pedicures. Wow. 
After hours of training and getting positive reinforcement in the form of crackers. That's generally how I get positive reinforcement <laughs> around here. Like after the show, I'll uh, go into Captain Hollywood's office. He's like, eh, who wants a cracker? Yeah, you want a salty? Who's going to get a cracker? <laughs> the giraffes at the Ohio Zoo have learned how to calmly stand still and offer their feet for hoof trims. That's, That's how he trims my hoofs. Hooves. Over there in the uh, programming department. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool, right? I alluded to this story earlier. You know it had to come out of Eagle River, Wisconsin. Yeah. Beautiful part of the country. Some strange folks up there, though. Okay. They got some skiing, though, there, right? They got a lot of snowmobiling up there, right? Okay, because I, I, I'm pretty sure in like college I went skiing there, but I could be thinking of somewhere else. But I think Wilmot, it was, maybe? No, it was well, in Wisconsin. Wilmot. Well, Wilmot's Wisconsin. No, I, I think it was... I don't know. Maybe I just stayed at a guy's house in Eagle River, Wisconsin, went skiing somewhere else. I digress. Go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Joe Simonton from Eagle River recently revealed that he was visited by aliens 60 years ago. Oh. Joe claims the three aliens were dressed in black turtleneck shirts and helmets. Oh, those were just snowmobilers. <laughs> I have to drink a lot up there, too. Right. Yeah. Hey, who are you guys stealing stuff from my house? Uh, we're aliens. <laughs> All right, cool. Don't mess with us. Cool. He says the aliens made him pancakes after he filled a bottle of water for them. Again, Joe, snowmobilers. Well, they don't have water in space, so that makes sense. Mm. Airbnb. As far as you know, you've been to space? Well, they can't find any. Do you know? They say there could be water up there. Water on Mars, Whip. I thought I heard that. Airbnb called Pirates of the Caribbean Getaway is the most wish-listed in California. Top property in California located in the Topanga Canyon. Isn't that where Captain Hollywood lived? That was uh, from a Boy Meets World, Topanga. Yeah, there you go. And has been dubbed the Pirates of the Caribbean Getaway by the Airbnb host. The unique stay is said to be a one-bedroom, one-and-a-half-bathroom cottage guest house that features a consistent island theme, including ceiling fans, sliding glass doors, and screen doors, all built around a Pirates of the Caribbean theme. Hmm. That's a good place to to stay. A bad place to stay. (laughs) You know what that is, right? Ew, Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Buffalo Bill's house from Silence of the Lambs will soon be open for overnight stays. Ooh. Creepy. Yeah, is the there a well? Uh, it's the property is located at 8 Circle Street in Periopolis, Pennsylvania, opening its doors to fans. The three-story Princess Anne Victorian was put on the market last year and is now being turned into a tourist destination by the owner. The house will be open for overnight stays, on-location filming, special events and guided tours, weddings, and more. Oh, you should have your wedding there. Sure. <laughs> Sounds yes, lovely. freaky people out there. It's uh, said to be a movie-themed destination like no other. Silence of the land. Top three things trending on Twitter. You ready, Violetta? Yes. All right, in at number three. Emma Stone is trending after being cast as Cruella DeVille. There's a new poster out showing her transformed into the evil fur-wearing mm. character. She's almost unrecognizable without her, like, fiery red hair. I'm a big Emma Stone fan. I like yeah, her a lot. She's yeah. funny and smart and she's just good. cool. She's good. Trending on Twitter, number two. People are sharing ways to participate in Random Acts of Kindness Day, which is today. COVID is not the only thing that is spreading. Kindness is also contagious. Um, even small things like... Did you write that? or I did. <laughs> <laughs> I should have sold it a little better. Um, even small things like a kind word or a supportive smile could make a big difference in someone's day. Eric? I'm just sitting there. <laughs> That's kind of like you're a fan of the Hallmark card and yeah, the really, Hallmark channel. Really. Do you have a part-time job at Hallmark? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kindness, like COVID. 
is contagious. <laughs> Here you go, Mom. And trending on Twitter, number one. Bridgerton was obviously uber successful, and the second season's leading lady has now been cast. British actress uh, Simone Ashley is set to play Anthony Bridgerton's love interest. He was the older brother who kept Daf- he kept getting in Daphne's way when she was trying to fall in oh love God, with Dick Hastings. That's so scared there. What? When you're like, he kept getting in Daphne's. I didn't oh, know where no, you were going with no. that. Oh, my yeah. God. He kept yeah. getting in her way. Uh, in a uh-huh. way. I got it. In yeah. a way. Sure. Okay. So he's kind of annoying, but now he's going to be the new main star of the second season. I can hardly wait for Bridgerton. I can't wait. Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.